All right, so we're here for episode five of the Shuttlecock podcast. I'm here with Samurai, a Kansas City rapper. How you doing? Doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, so, well, I, I I do say Kansas City rapper, but you have kind of been going back and forth between Atlanta and Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, I go to school out in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, we'll make sure we get to that also. But uh, how old are you right now? Nineteen. Nineteen. And where did you kind of grow up in Kansas City? I grew up in uh, Kansas City. I moved out to Lee Summit probably when I was in sixth grade, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I've been living in Lee Summit ever since, until last year. went to Atlanta. And you, you went to high school out in Lee Summit, too? And, mm-hmm. Went to high school in Lee Summit. And so at what age did you kind of start becoming interested in music and start rapping and stuff? I started rapping in sixth grade. And it was really just experimental. I was just freestyling a lot with my friends, and then it just became more mm-hmm. later on. And what were some of your first kind of, like, inspirations to start rapping back then? When I first was rapping back then, I didn't really have any inspiration. It was more so, like, like because since I was just freestyling, I was just making it. It was, it was sort of based because I was just freestyling. I was just going, just going. Mm-hmm. Not very many influences. I only got influences when I got more serious. Mm. What what kind of music was in your life when you were growing up, though, would you say? Rap. Rap? Just rap, hip-hop, R&B, a lot of R&B. Any, like, specific, like, styles or eras that you were super interested in? No, because my dad, he always tried to drill, like, different types of music in my head. So, like, uh, I think it was Pandora. I used to have Pandora. I used to just go to NWA station and just listen to that stuff, like, all the time. I was very interested in NWA, like, even before they made the movie and stuff. Like, that made it more generic to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just kind of ended up branching out from what you heard on the Pandora station yeah. and all that? And um, so one of the the biggest songs you've had so far is, like, well, it was one of the first songs I heard from you originally was uh, Dial Tone. Yeah. So, and that's been out for like a little a over year a year now. now. I just checked SoundCloud and it, I think it's just now saying a year. Mm. So, and so w- w- was that one of your, er, well, you, so you started rapping, you kind of like freestyled when you were back in sixth grade, you said. So, yeah. like, kind of like through middle and high school, you kind of just worked your way up from there? Yeah. Um, Back when I, like, I used to rap at first, like, I used to just take uh, my phone mm-hmm. and then uh, I had downloaded Sound, SoundCloud because I heard Soldier Boy rap about it or something. So then I just downloaded it. Like, before everybody, like, was on it as a wave, I just downloaded it and then it said uh, record here. So I just pressed the button and then I'll put my computer up next to my face and uh, go to a YouTube beat and just, like, rap from my phone onto the, from the, the instrumentals. And then from there on, I just I just kept making more and more music. So I guess like just the availability of like using the internet to yeah. start a rap career was just really tempting for you, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, you could hit record and you can find a beat yeah. like in five seconds. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that. And so you said Soldier Boy, like kind of yeah, like he he really doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, he, he at, at least yet. That's one of my biggest influences. Mm. Yeah, because you know. Whenever someone gets around to writing, like, a history book on, like, the 2000s era of rap music, I think he'll have, like, a very instrumental yeah. part in that. Yeah. It'd be sad if he didn't. Mm. Yeah, him along with, like, Lil B yeah. and, like, Raider Clan, and I'm sure you know all about that stuff, yeah. so. Um, so, yeah, when you, you, what were some of your first songs that like after the freestyle stuff when when did you really begin to focus on like creating your own songs well a lot of people told me i needed like better quality and i always knew i needed better quality like my mom she uh got me a mic and like a, a beats laptop or something so i just started making a lot of music on there but i always just wanted better quality really out of the autotune because i always liked autotune mm. so i just wanted to add more quality out of the autotune so i started recording out in lawrence uh at chapman's recording studio and then but that's um it would be 60 dollars an hour but you have to have a two-hour minimum 
So I would always um, have to go like on my birthday or like any like gifted time, like when I had the money. Mm-hmm. So I never like could record like a ton of songs, but those songs I, I would be writing like forever, like just so that I can be good because there's a hundred twenty dollars song. Yeah. So I had to. So those were like my first songs, and then I would put them on SoundCloud. And that's like kind of late middle school, early high school. Or? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And were there any like? Is there anyone that has really stuck around from like? Back in those days when you were recording, that yeah. you still kind of work with? Yeah, all my friends. Uh, Vanciaga, shout out to Vanciaga, Aaron, and uh, Antonio. Mm. My friend Antonio. And are those just guys you met through school or through yeah, recording? Through school. Mm. But they both were kind of at like similar points in their career. Yeah, we all kind of, well, and my friend Trey. Originally, it was with my friend Trey and uh, Antonio. We were all rapping together. Like, just throughout it, because that's how it all started. We were just kind of messing around with it. And then, yeah, we just ended up going a little bit more serious. And I would always try to add, like, ask them to be on there with me. So we all were just kind of dragged into it. Mm-hmm. And I know you've released, like, several EPs at this point and maybe, like, one or two mixtapes just yeah. throughout time. Well, I know you have I your released- new mixtape. I believe I released two EPs and one mixtape. Mm-hmm. And well, I remember, like, I remember listening to one, and like, it actually had um, my friend Tatiana on the cover. I don't know if you, yeah, yeah. So dang, I, no, I've had three. Then man, I, I forgot about that. One. No more of your EPs than you do. No, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, but um, I think that was like one of the earliest things I heard from you. But yeah. where would you say? Your your style of music was really at when you released your first EP. When I released my first EP, dang, actually, no, I've had more. I've had, I'm gonna say two two mixtapes, two EPs. The first project I ever made it was a mixtape, mm. and then my style on that was more so like it was just more regular trap. I didn't have a lot of autotune. It was just more like rap trap type. Cause I was mad about some girl situation stuff, so I was just trying to go hard. And then, then after that, that's when you heard that tape with her on the cover. That mm-hmm. was like some sappy stuff, more so, like some like sad songs. And then, um, and now I kind of take both and try to uh, have different songs, I guess, different mm-hmm. types on the same tape. Okay, and so a year ago, a year ago is when I really st- like. I think that e- the EP. I listen like that the the sadder EP I listened to was like I kind of went back into your stuff after I heard Dial Tone I think was yeah. probably the first song so a year ago, um, and that song has production from the Burberry, Burberry Perry, Perry yeah. f- now known as the Good Perry yeah. on some lawsuit stuff, <laughs> and it has ATL Smook on yeah. it. Uh, how did that song really happen? That song, well, I had um, DM'd um, Burberry Perry, like, a long time ago, like, because I had heard of Yadi, because I, I followed Ian Connor for a long time, and then he was tweeting uh, Yadi's stuff, and then I just liked it. Nobody, I, I showed all my friends, nobody liked it, yeah. <laughs> and I just liked it, and then I was like, well, like, I, back then I was really thinking, like, how could I, like, try to get on a little bit more, so I just started DMing producers that I seen from people, because I never really thought of that, I would always just stick to the same producer. And then uh, I DM'd him, and then I ended up buying a beat. Mm. And because I, I was, like, kind of, like, amazed at that point because, like, that, I think I found you, like, a bit after Lil Yachty had kind of blown up. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this, this guy's from Kansas City, and he has a Burberry Perry beat. And yeah, that, exactly. But that is, like, like an original beat from yeah. him that, like, nobody else yeah. has used. And then he, like... Like, when Yachty got on, he was like, uh, I don't work with anybody. He was like, I don't work with anybody, so nobody ever was going to get my beats and stuff. And, like, but, like, I had it, like, before or whatever, so I just happened to look up. Yeah, that's good. Because, like, yeah, I, I guess they are kind of working, like, kind of ex- exclusively yeah, right now. So you, you kind of got in at a, a rare point with yeah. him. And uh, how did... Like, and you just kind of did the same thing with getting the feature on that song? Yeah, I just uh, asked for it. Really, really, I was just going for the uh, feature for more exposure. Mm-hmm. And I, I know more exposure. I know City Watts has had a song recently with, with Smook, too, yeah. so that's cool seeing him on there. And 
So you have dial tone, and it's like this, just this really like colorful, infectious type of like kind of. It's a weird song. Yeah, it's fun, <laughs> and like I don't even remember where I really heard the phrase at first, but I really kind of appreciate that somebody has come up with the term post trap. Yeah. Because you know, like I feel like Young Thug is really an like an integral like figure to like where internet rap is right now at least because he was one of the I feel like one of the first like really tough like street trap rappers to kind of create like a weirder sound and like I guess all the producers he worked with too but he he was kind of like one of the first guys that wasn't afraid to kind of create a stranger sound and I think like Yachty and everyone that's come after him has just kind of been trailing on that so I think you were one of the. I believe f- it. Yeah, probably like the first person in Kansas City I knew that was really on that type of wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is is that like, uh, like are are you just personally really interested in that sound? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm personally just more interested in that sound. I just I think it's hot. I never was like. I feel like maybe if I uh, lived, like, I, I used to live in the hood, and then I went to Lee <laughs> Summit, but I feel like if I maybe lived there for longer, I might have rapped different or a little tougher or something, but, like, that style of music is just more me, I guess, mm-hmm. because it's, like, because it's, like, still hard, but it's, like, at the same time, it's branched out more. Yeah. So, it's more me. And even, like, like, I don't know if I'm just paying closer to attention or to, to the, the kind of the genre right now or not, but, like... It seems like all the like the the rappers that keep kind of popping up within that subgenre are just coming faster and faster. Like Saw Baby is out, mm-hmm. and like I just got really into like Trippy Red the other yeah. day. Same. Like so, I just listened to him yesterday. Yes, yeah, so it's a lot a really exciting genre to be watching right now. Yeah. I think, but um, so you have Dial Tone, and I I I liked a lot of the singles that have come after that also, and we had you play the the Mills Record Company show. And which kind of leads me to ask you, like, I don't know if it's just because, like, you don't personally, like, end up reaching out to people, but I feel like for the amount of, like, uh, like plays on SoundCloud and Twitter engagement and stuff, like, Kansas City, like, as a whole, like, the rap scene hasn't really, like, grabbed onto you that much. Is that something that... Like, do do you think that's like the rest of the city's fault, or do you not really care about interacting with the rest of the hip hop scene here? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. Like, cause I've been here, like I've been here until like I moved like last year, and then I've always put it out, and I've always uh, represented Kansas City. Like, mm-hmm. uh, some of my first songs, like we were talking about, I had a a A one six song and an A one six part two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But I feel like they like a certain type of music more than, like, the type of music that I do. Or it, that, and I feel like I, I need more engagement, like you were saying, like, more shows, just more uh, promo here, hmm. or more contacting people here, just different uh, networking. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I feel like, like, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but, yeah, I do feel like that people will kind of have ignored you to a point just because, like, the style of music you're making, yeah. even though you're very good at making that style of music. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it is just kind of, like, a snobby, like, preference thing yeah. to to a certain point. Yeah, but, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, is that kind of discouraging for you just overall? Or? Yeah. I feel like it's discouraging, but I actually want to say, like, it was discouraging. Like, I don't feel like that anymore. Like, I'm just going to, like, keep putting out more and more and more stuff. And then um, going to Atlanta helped me out too because everybody there is, like, super open-minded. Like, everybody's, like, a lot more open-minded. Like, there's open-minded people in Kansas City too. It's just there's more in Atlanta. And then more everywhere, I guess, in the U.S. Like, I would rather just keep uh, trying to branch out before I try to conquer one place because if I haven't conquered it, like, by 18, (laughs) then who knows when. So I just wanted to branch out. Mm. So yeah, when was the first time that you at least visited Atlanta? Like when I was like fifteen, I think. Mm. And what what was the circumstance for you being out there? 
I just like like going just because like I always heard about it in songs and stuff, so I just thought it was cool. And then uh, I have some family out there, mm. so I just ended up going and I liked it. And is is that where you've kind of been staying when you do go out there now, or are you just hanging out with family? Or I I just stay in the dorm, mm. my dorm. Oh yeah, because you yeah you're going to school there now too. Yep. What 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 school are you at? Uh, Savannah College of Art and Design. Oh nice. Yeah. And yeah, so that's in Savannah. How far of a it's drive in, is that from Atlanta? It's in the one I go to is in Atlanta, but oh, there's one okay. in Savannah too. So there's there's two of them. Mm. And so yeah, I stay like two minutes from the school. Mm. So uh, have you ended up like doing a lot of like doing any shows in Atlanta or like working with a lot of musicians from out there? I've met a ton of musicians, and I've, like, networked with a lot of uh, musicians. I haven't got a chance to do a show there yet, but uh, we're planning on it. Like, we've been, the, the first, like, I figured that the first year of me being in Atlanta was more so just um, scoping it out, just trying to get a feel for what I should do. Like, now, like, me and my, my, my team, we know it's, like, exactly, like, what we should do. But we we just got to do it, and then um, just more shows. Like yeah, you got to do some shows. Hmm. And um, like who who are like, I don't, like you don't really want to. I'm sure you don't want to like just talk about every single person you've like met out there. But like, are there any people that you really you know formed a good relationship with? Well, I met my best friend out there. I met my friend Isaiah. Hmm. Uh, you can follow him at Isaiah. I love you, but. That's about it. Everybody else I met was more so acquaintances and more people that I would like network with as far as like with uh, fashion or music engineering or it's just stuff stuff like that. Not necessarily more so on a personal level. Just I just uh, just networked with mm. a lot of people. And so yeah, you're going to school out there. What are you? Are you studying fashion there? Um, I think I'm going to study photography. I'm still deciding. It's either going to be fashion or photography. But so you're not enrolled yet, or are you just doing like prerequisite stuff? Or we just don't have to have like I just haven't went to the major yet because mm. uh, we don't go to our major till the third year. Mm. So right now we we just I'm just in uh, the general classes. Yeah, so you're doing like kind of introductory yeah. to different. Yeah, what kind of to like everything almost like mm. just drawing, just different arts art things, drawing design things like that. Are any of those classes like stuff like you hadn't tried before, and like something that you're you ended up kind of more interested in than you thought? No, with school, like I'm slowly getting less and less interested. Like I don't even like going anymore, and I already tried to like drop out. Or, like I asked my parents if I could, but it's not even like <laughs> it's not really like that. Like they talk more sense into me, so. I probably should just, like, I'm just going to, like, stick it out and just try to go and do music. only reason I didn't want to go is because I'm always writing songs or something in the class. Like, and I'm, like, it doesn't have very little uh, attention. But, like, stuff like drawing, I'm good at drawing, so I can do that. But uh, as far as, like, other stuff we're doing, like, I have to build stuff from wire. It was, like, a a 3D design class, Mm -hmm. building stuff with wire and... um, Play forms and stuff like stuff like that, which like we have to do, but I'm not, I don't be that interested in it. Mm. And so you said you've kind of enjoyed the the drawing yeah. a bit. Yeah. Has like have you ever been involved in doing the the visual artwork for any of your stuff? Yeah, uh, I do the artwork for all. Yeah, everything, everything that that anybody has seen like is like a cover or. Yeah, like covers my profile pages or like anything like that's all my my art. Mm-hmm. And is is like what kind of format or like the media are you using for? I use uh I'm a, I do graphic design. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best things I'm good at. So is it all like on a computer though, yeah. or are you doing paint? Yeah, Photoshop and then but the cover for Rocket Ship Samurai I started my ways I painted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that something that like you hadn't? Is that, like, had you not worked with paint a lot before, or is that something you've kind of... Yeah, I've worked with with paint a lot, too. Mm. I just don't like it that much. And, um, so let me see. Um, So, yeah, getting to... You you have the new tape out. It's called Rocket Ship Samurai Stardom Awaits. Where does the name come from? The name... 
The name came from well, I, I wanted to put Rocket Ship Samurai in it because like, okay, one of my biggest influ- my biggest influences in rap are are um, Future, Young Thug, and like Blade and uh, like Blade and Young Lean mm. and them, but. Um, Future, like, with his album, I liked how he, like, brought another, like, persona out of him because he, he named it Hendrix. Mm. And then I always used to say, like, Rocket Ship Samurai if opposed to, like, Spicy Samurai instead. So in the, the, the title, I wanted it to be, like, Rocket Ship Samurai is, like, opposing to, like, my next, like, level, mm. I guess, like, of, like, branching out. That's why, I, like, this tape is a little, like, it's kind of different than the other music that I uh, put out. So it, that's where the Rocket Ship Samurai comes from. And then I just feel like, um, I feel like stardom is like near, but I, like I know I wasn't I wasn't there when I made it, so I just said awaits. And then yeah, my friend Trey called me like the other day, and he's like, "Oh, you're a star, regardless," and <laughs> stuff like that. So it just so I just already like I don't know I just I, I felt like that was the right title. Mm-hmm. And so you, you mentioned Lil, I mean uh, Young Lean is like kind of an influence on you, I. I feel like that's not like a really conventional like artist that a lot of like uh, people making this kind of music are really listening to. What what really strikes you about Young Lean? I like like um, very early on, like like the way I even got my name was like I was very interested like in Chinese and Chinese symbols and stuff. And then like during that era, like is when I went upon uh, I came upon Young Lean. And then um, he always had Chinese symbols in his videos, and his beats were like they use like exotic flutes and stuff. And like anybody who asked me, like, oh, like what type of beat would you want? Da, 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 I'd be like, Young Lean, but they don't know. Nobody would ever know. And then like that's kind of how I got the name Samurai. Like I just liked uh, that type of vibe. I like I, I just liked his vibe because it was like it was like based like Lil B or Soldier Boy, but it was auto tune. Mm-hmm. So and I like auto tune a lot. And. So, um, yeah, one of the songs on the tape that I was, I was listening to the tape again the other night and you just released like a remastered version of it, right? What, what kind of changed on, uh, the remastered version? You're just kind of playing with the production a little? Yeah. I just played with the production a little. My friend had told me about how SoundCloud can like replace songs and keep the same plays. So I was like, I just, just took advantage of it mm. and just tried to make the songs a little bit better. Cause every time I hear songs, like, I mean, one of my songs, there's a new theme that irritates me. So I just tried to update it. Would Would you call yourself like kind of a perfectionist or? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wish, I, yeah, yeah, I would call myself a, perf- a perfectionist because right now I, I would still like want it to be even more perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe we'll get a, a third version coming <laughs> soon. A third version. And so on the song Get Loose, a um, couple months ago when I, when I crashed, like, yeah. there, you, you are kind of like doing more storytelling. I kind of yeah. noticed on the new songs. What, where, where does that line come from? That and line came from I was in Atlanta, and then a girl a girl hit my car. I was in the back seat. I, yeah. was, in, I was in the back seat. Uh, I wasn't feeling very very well, and then somebody hit my car at the light. Yeah, and I think like even on a, another song on the tape, you're like a white girl yeah. crashed into my car <laughs> last week. Yeah. So that's something that kind of got to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just. I don't, I just I just thought it was cool to talk about, like some more like I don't know um, earlier in my songs. Well, I've always talked about like the stuff that's really going on in my raps. Like I don't be like out shooting people or something, so I don't never like say that. So I just like anything that's really happened. I just talk try to talk about it or try to get, like get into it. Mm. Yeah, and like I wouldn't say like. Maybe it is, but, like, I wouldn't say your music is, like, overly, like, positive, like, overtly, but, like, it it definitely isn't negative music yeah. to any extent, yeah. and I think that's, you know, a lot of people will, will create something really dark and, like, sinister and negative, yeah. like, just to, like, catch people's eye, yeah. but I feel like that's not something you ever really go for. No, all my songs... Like, only time it's negative, I guess, is if it's, like, some, like, sad song about a girl. But even those aren't even negative, really. 
And um, so you are really interested in fashion also. Yes. So uh, you have your own brand called Retaliation. Retaliation. But where, when was like the first time that you really got interested in doing clothes? I started doing clothes, uh, I believe, it was probably like freshman year or actually I think it was sophomore year. In sophomore year, I started experimenting with tie dye a lot. So and I had a, a brand called Illusion, and then I was just tie dye everything, like literally everything, and everybody liked it a lot. Like, like my uh, fashion, like my fashion was way more getting to people than like my music. Like people would actually like hit me up or like be like or try to buy everything and stuff. And people would always like mess with it a lot, so I had that uh that clothing line, and then I don't know like I get like things get old to me really fast, so I just started making new different lines at like all the time. So you said you could get everything tie dyed for illusion. What what kind of garments were you working with? Like I had long long sleeves, hoodies, and uh, t shirts, mm. and. I think I tried to do some joggers because people used to wear joggers, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then that's probably about it. And they all just said like illusion across yeah, the front. Yeah, I would. Uh, it was before I like I even knew about Supreme, but I had like a red. I had a red box, box logo, logo on it, and it said illusion in it. But it, it like even if like somebody sees it today, it doesn't even look like I like it was going from Supreme because it was like a Star Wars font. I like put it in too. So it was, and it, it was tie dye in the background. So it was kind of like it, like the the block was a good like offset of the the tie dye. Mm. So that is why I liked it. Ho- hopefully, I can come up on one of those yeah. at some point. I got, Maybe they're I, I, I like think floating I around some, still. I think I got like one or two at home. <laughs> random pieces, and I see random people wear them all the time, yep. and I hate it. I was like, take it off. <laughs> like just people you went to school with. And, yeah, 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 at my school. But um. What like, what like specifically like made you interested in like even starting to make clothes back then? Like was was there like a specific Money, brand that or yeah just, you just wanted to? Yeah, I would just make it because it's kind of just because I knew I could. It's kind of because I knew I could. I liked fashion and I just needed money. Like who doesn't want money? So I was just trying to do it. Mm. So you've always kind of had the entrepreneurial yeah spirit in there yeah. Like, and has that, do you think, really been, like, a valuable tool, like, now that you're getting more serious about your music? Yeah, I think that's, it's valuable. I haven't been too much on, like, a lot of business stuff. I've just been, um, just more, like, type of art, uh, type of things now. But, um, I'm gonna be bringing out more clothes, like, really soon. Mm. As soon as I get, like, I'm trying to. It's hard trying to like promote uh, two different things at once, and then on my Instagram, like I can tell that there's different audiences because like different people like my music pictures. They like then they like my fashion pictures, so it's like it's weird. Mm. So you you had illusion when you were still in high school, and you, you started retaliation in high school too. I right? started retaliation like near the end. When did I start retaliation? I think it was right when I got out of. Uh, no, it was the summer. It was the summer of when I was a senior. Mm. Yeah, so it was probably about like a year ago from now. Mm. And what made you want to switch up from Illusion to Retaliation? I switched from uh, Illusion to a brand called Anything Goes. Oh, so there's one in between those? Yeah, and then it was um, Retaliation. I switched to like, I mainly switched from. Each time I switched, it was because of I wanted it to be a little higher quality, and I wanted yeah I wanted it to be higher quality, and I wanted to get more money for like each individual piece. Like, cause when I was selling the, the tie dye shirts, they were like ten dollars or like fifteen dollars, and then when I started selling things for like under anything goes, they were like thirty five and stuff. So with retaliation, I wanted it to look a lot more like professional. Like I like. Um, like brands like Midnight Studios and uh, Off White and stuff like that. I wanted it to be more like upscale, like to where people would want to like pay a lot for it, type of things. Mm. Rather, and do you see Retaliation as being something a little more permanent than your last two brands? Yeah, mm. 
I see it. I see it being permanent. Unless I like, like I see it being permanent as far as like the clothes and the ideas I'm planning on making. As far as the name, like I want retaliation to stick around, but I mean it could it could change. It could change because I don't like like. Um, it, it's like it's almost like because Ian kind of got revenge in my retaliation and I, like my whole life I just I kind of like based myself on making something like different like even though I I, did, I wasn't thinking about that when uh, I made it like I don't know I just still don't even like that it's kind of close so I might change it I, like I changed it to retaliation couture but it could change again mm. and so. I'm familiar with like some of the designs that you've done for retaliation. Like you've had the, the like the bright hoodies that have the the flames Flame. around the neck, and you've had like different ones that are like were they like rhinestone yep. like retaliation logos. Yep. So, what what kind of do you draw from uh, as far as like how it it looks visually? Um, well, hmm. Well, with the with the with the flames when they started, that was around the time when I made that mixtape. It was like Samurai Flames mm-hmm. or the EP Samurai Flames, um, and I was just obsessed with flames at the time. And then like it was weird though because it was a whole like wave of everybody doing flames and yeah, stuff. Everybody got and really that into was Thrasher. literally right after. Like it was like literally right right after. Like I'm, I may have been inspired inspired by like a little flame stuff, but it wasn't like after like Forever Twenty One and stuff started getting. It. Yeah. That's when that's when it kind of dies. And yeah. You, you move on to something new. That's when it's over. No, it was over when, when other people in Kansas City started doing it. Mm. But um, how would you kind of describe the retaliations like aesthetic, like overall, like what are you really shooting for? Mm, the aesthetic that I'm, I was going for is more so high class streetwear, mm. I guess. And are you like, are there people in Kansas City that you see doing like streetwear and stuff that you're pretty into, or is that something that I don't know? Like, is do you feel like there's really a community for that here? And yeah, there's a community, but it's really small. It's a small community. Like, uh, I have a friend, Drew Hutton. There's a clothing line called Promenade. Uh, that's it's cool. And then um, I think I've, I've I've seen multiple like clothing lines like in Kansas City that that are coming up. And I've seen uh, a, like there's a group of, a, a certain group of people on, on Instagram that like have the same similar kind of style. Mm. So yeah, there's people here. There's there's not a lot. Would you would you say it's like kind of a cohesive feeling like? between some of the Kansas City brands that are out there? Like, do they all kind of, like, have, like, a similar feel to you? No, I don't feel like the brands here have a similar feel. I feel like, I feel like that's, like, one of the one things that people are kind of doing uh, different things in. Mm. Yeah, and I think, I, I'm guessing kind of, like, music is the same thing, too, here. Kind of, yeah. like, everybody's kind of fighting and trying to figure out if Kansas City is going to have, like, a really, like, cohesive sound. sound. Yeah. So I guess like it kind of tr- transfers over into the streetwear also. Yeah, everybody's kind of doing that, does their own thing. It, that's a good thing though. Like it shows that people here just be themselves. Mm. So it's something you kind of enjoy about. Yeah. And are are you into the stuff that like was and Molly? Have ma- do you do do you see yourself in like a similar like lane to them, or do as you think they're doing as, something like, different? As far as like. Uh, as far as how their clothes look, mm. Mm. or I—I I mean, just like the overall goal of like what you guys are doing. Oh well, well I don't know. I don't—I don't think so because they're like they. I feel like they do their clothes as far as like like that's their line, like and that's like what they're gonna go for all out. But me, I like. Uh, I do like more, so I don't even have like my full time to just retaliation. Like I feel like if I had just full time to, re- to retaliation, then I could make a lot more uh, cutting sewn pieces and a lot more like mass production and stuff like that. But I kind of take it as like when I have time for it. Yeah, and a lot of your stuff, or at least that I'm familiar with, has been kind of handmade yeah. and because you, you like you you painted the the flames the around. Flames are paint, painted. 
the rhinestones, I glued them on. Yeah. Do you think that's an important important approach to take for like a, a small streetwear brand at this point? Mm, I feel like it's it's whatever you can do financially. Me, I don't I don't ever have like a whole ton of money to where I can just uh, go have somebody put diamonds on it or I don't. But personally, I would rather do it myself too. I just I feel like it's a uh, they can tell like see the the there's more passion in, into the pieces. Mm. Um, so what do you think is really, um, next for you in your music? For me and my music, what's next is I'm trying to, uh, keep promoting Rocket Ship Samurai, Stardom Awaits, and, uh, yeah, really just, I'm going to be passing out CDs, I'm going to be doing a lot more shows, I have, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get, do a listening party or a show here before I leave on the 24th, but the 25th, I have a show in Raleigh, North Carolina, and um, I think some more shows, but I, I can't think about, like, I can't remember where, but I will, yeah, just a lot more promotion for the tape, and then after that, I'm wanting to drop uh, Samurai Flames 2, which will be on my birthday, probably December 5th, mm. or in October. And so... Do you just kind of end up back in Kansas City whenever, like, you're not in school? Like, just kind of on breaks and yep. stuff? Yep, Would That's it, when I come. Is that kind of, like, a hectic thing for you to be doing? Like, just going back and forth and, like, does that make it harder to work on stuff for you? It, it makes it, like, it makes it harder, like, depending on... It makes it harder for different certain things that I do. Like, here... I can like I've been posting on Instagram like 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 crazy doing like a lot of fashion stuff. So here I can get a lot more pictures taken and a lot more uh, fashion stuff going. But I don't I can't record here because I like recording uh, with my friend Isaiah. So I can't record unless, with him unless I'm in Atlanta or North Carolina. So it's really like different places I can do different things. Mm-hmm. And what what does some of like kind of your like do you, do you just like not really end up with much free time when you're in Atlanta? No, I don't. No. I don't end up with a lot of free time just because of school and homework. Um, just just school and homework. I mean, I have I have free time though. I have free time. Mm. And what what are some of your favorite aspects about Atlanta outside of going to school there and like meeting other people involved with rap and stuff? I really. I don't know. I really just like the people in general, like, even the people who don't rap, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's it's different. Like, they have a, a different type of, like, hospitality. Like, it's a lot more, like, kind of, like, welcoming. Mm-hmm. And there's other, like, there's there's more people, like, like we were talking about, like, the certain wave that I'm kind of on, uh, how I was saying there's not a lot of people here, but there's some. But in Atlanta, like, even just at my school, there's, like, a lot of people that are, like, we're on the same frequency more mm. so yeah are, so there are like kind of a lot of people involved in rap that go to scad and like no well there's 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 more people i guess than like if i was in kansas city but there's not there's not a lot there's not a lot of people mm. i don't think like i i've i've met like a bunch of people that go to the art institute in kansas city and like i don't think like even one of them is involved in hip-hop in yeah. any way like a lot of them are like <coughs> into rock music and just doing their art yeah. stuff all the time. So, I guess a lot that, of the people in my school uh, are do do fashion. Yeah, fashion stuff. Yeah. Is that exciting for you to get to see like people you're around a lot working on that stuff? It's exciting, but when I first got there, it was, it was discouraging because here, like here, people people would, would see somebody like me or like the stuff I'm doing and it kind of be more jaw dropped. <laughs> but like there, I I would be doing jaw dropped like like how like how'd you do that or mm-hmm. like it, I don't know like. But then again, it's more inspiring uh, being there. Mm. So you're kind of like the the big fish, no little fish in a big pond, and yeah. like kind of the opposite yep. here. Yeah. And um. And like yeah, another thing like the hospitality. I guess that it like I've I've never visited anywhere in the South really besides like Texas and Florida really briefly. But I guess that is kind of a big part of uh, Georgia. Yeah. Mm. And like 
people come here and I meet people from like New York and California and they'll they'll come to Kansas City and they'll be like, why is everyone trying so hard to be friendly to me? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I guess like the South just kind of takes it to another level, I guess. Yeah. Because like, I don't know, I've always like, I don't know, I think more people here just are socialized to feel that it's important to at least like appear friendly yeah, to people. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. How, how would you compare like, uh, friendliness in Kansas City to Atlanta. I feel like in Atlanta, in in Atlanta, well, mm, I feel like, um, I feel like with being black, I feel like there's more people there that uh, there's less racist people there, and, yeah. and there's more in Missouri than there. Yeah, I can kind of see that because. Yeah. The, it probably you know it is a bigger population yeah. down there and yeah yeah so and then I don't know people are just are more like accepting accepting of you of or like of like weirdness too mm. <laughs> like just even just going to my school like the the kid who like people would see in high school and be like oh like they're weird or something but they'll be like cool at my school, basically. So I guess that's been kind of a pleasant thing for you, I guess, yeah. at least. Yeah. Um. So, is is like, are there any other aspects of Atlanta that you enjoy a lot? Like, is is the food there a lot better? Like, or like mm, st- stuff like I just, just it's just hanging the out weather. there more fun. Yeah, the weather's nice. The weather. Yeah. The weather. Um. Just the, uh, the ava- there's more availability to network too. Like, like we were talking about how, how here I don't really network. It's not even because like, it's not even like there's no reason why I don't really. Besides that, there's not very many functions to like Kansas. Like like the rap scene here kind of like literally just started doing like shows and events and stuff like three years ago. Kind of like people weren't really doing as mi- as much as now or like trying to like get out mm-hmm. but in Atlanta like there's literally like something every day yeah. <laughs> like little shows and stuff or like anything you can go to like every day that you can just go network it where does Kansas City's hip-hop scene really begin for you like what was your first kind of like taste of like Kansas City hip-hop shows and like other artists that you saw really um Really, it just all developed over uh, Instagram, Twitter. I would end up seeing more and more people, or like a lot of people. And a lot of people like a lot of people have been following me for a long time, so they know like I've been rapping for a while. So like before people, some people would start rapping, they would kind of DM me and be like, "Yo, like oh check this out." So like then I'll just know about everybody. Mm. And then, um, but really, it was when I had my first uh, show. I threw a first show. It was called. Uh, XXXX Private Affair, and it was, um, I think it was in like Grandview. Mm. But um, for for that, I wanted to get a a larger crowd, so I started trying to find different artists that I could put into it. And then my friends are artists, so I guess like that was like like we kind of see the rap scene is kind of like more so like just us almost. (laughs) Mm. So I just we get them. And I I think I've seen a video of the the private affair show yeah. it was it a house show or was it, it was, just like it was in a it was in i don't know what it was it wasn't a house though it was like it was some building it mm. was a building yeah and you, like i'm pretty sure like all the lights had been shut off and everything mm-hmm. and everyone's just like jumping around it, in the it middle was of the room very underground mm. the floor was breaking man and what what other artists performed at that one um antonio performed Lanciago mm. performed hylas ohio and I believe that's it. Mm. I, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. But and, and then, I, then I performed, and then that's and it. What what shows have you done since then? Then it was a, a XXXX two. It was a private pair two, and that one was that one was extreme. The first one was like we had made it up like the sun like on Sunday, and then had it on Saturday like the the next week. But mm-hmm. the other one we had planned out for months, and then. That one, it had a lot more people. It had a uh, dame in it. I tried to get Kai Colors. Um, 
had it had other people in, uh, other people. It had uh, Lydia Lydia Alim. Mm. Um, what 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 made that show more extreme to you? The fact that we the fact that we, we like we tried to make it more extreme because we like planned it out. It was more thought through. Mm. Had, was it at had, that same venue? No, it was no. a different venue. It was a bigger venue. We had sex dolls on the floor and balloons, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then we had um, we had charged this time last time it was free. So and but it was still more people. Mm. So it's just the fact that we marketed it better. And then uh, at the. Um, at the record company, mm. and then after that, I haven't performed since. So it's, it's been a very, like, but you said you have a date booked in North Carolina yeah. at some point? Like, no. like I think, next, I guess the 25th is, like, next week. Mm. Mm. It's, what, like, next week. Who yeah. who booked that show, and, like, who else is playing that? I think um, a friend of mine named Cole, he booked it for, for me and my friend Isaiah. So it's just you two. He heading. booked it for us out there because Isaiah's from North Carolina. Oh yeah, and uh, but he's from um, what's it called? Charlotte. He's mm. from Charlotte, but um, the show is in Raleigh. Mm. So that's how we. I, that's how I got into it because they always see me with him, and um, when they see me with him, the people like like my music too. And we, we have a lot of songs featuring each other, so like they know about me there. Mm. So that's another reason I like. I like. Wanted to get out of Kansas City because I know that I need to expand in other places because like I I feel like I have almost like not equally amount of fans but like a good amount of fans there that I don't even know them <laughs> just mm. just because just because like they generally just like like the, that sound more. Mm. And do you have any big plans for like where you want to see your live show at some point? Is that something that's important to you as yeah, an artist? Uh, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like live show is uh is is gonna be important to me, like as soon as I get like tons of finances to do exactly what I would want to do. Like I don't want like like shows nowadays. Like while I'm trying to like really get on, I'm gonna be um, doing a lot of hype stuff like in the crowd, like with you type of stuff, rapping. But that's not really what I want. What I want, I want to uh, be able to just have auto tune mic. And just sit down on the stool and sing like the songs that like are on like Rocket Ship Samurai, mm. like songs like that, like that are more like like even the sad ones, even the ones that are, that are wavy, and just have like a projector behind me or something like with like if, if I got a song called Tundra, like with uh, a snow in the back or something like stuff like that, more so more like uh, stuff you, it, like kind of like a listening party almost. Yeah. So and you do. Like, have you started to kind of gravitate more towards like ballads and like like pop songs and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Like, like while I've been in Atlanta, um, well, like I was saying about recording, uh, like when I used to have to just pay for studio time, I would always have to write out my songs before I'd go. And then if if you can imagine, like I I couldn't even like test out my auto tune or anything. Like I would just be like listening to the beat and kind of singing to it, like how I know it would be like cool. And then I go to the studio and then hear the auto tune and stuff, and it's like way kind of different, or it could be different. But in Atlanta, I've been um, like I have the studio with me because it's in the dorm, mm. so I can like do more experimental stuff. So that's why my music's been more experimental. Mm. And yeah, like I don't know if you've listened to the new Lil Yachty album that just came out, but he does really go in like a kind of a pop direction, and he has like like almost like these new wave, like really synth. Like styled songs on I there, so heard it yet. I thought that was kind of an interesting move that he made. So, I guess the that that's just I guess another way that the the genre is really kind of evolving. Yeah, I haven't include. heard his yet, but like for my experience, it was like it was it is literally like not it's not just gonna be the rocket ship somewhere I started my waist tape, but I'm gonna be off of it for like the next tapes. I want I want to make like because a lot of my music I feel like. Either people just don't want to acknowledge it, or they just just don't get it. So I like I, I think like for my next tape, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna dumb it down, but I'm gonna try to make it more so like to where like people like like know it's fire like for a fact like as soon as they hear it, more so like it's gonna just like so they can understand. Mm. And I do think like the Samurai Flames tape, the first one. So you said you want to do the people second like one that next. A lot. Like yeah, that 
and I think that is more kind of oriented into like kind of louder songs, like yeah. catchy chorus, yeah, and exactly. stuff, stuff of people. I, I, I'm, I'm, I gotta go back, go back to that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Then I can try more experiments and stuff so a little later. I, I guess the the people might not quite be ready for yeah. <laughs> Stardomoids yet. Yeah, and not ready for the rocket ship type of ways. So you have the the rocket ship persona, yeah. but. Like on all your social media, your spicy samurai. Where yeah. where does the the spice come from? Spice samurai. Um, back back when I was finding names or like like everybody kind of had that like time where they were kind of just like really trying to find their little name on Instagram or whatever. Mm. I would be I was like samurai X or samurai just or like just different ones. I, I was samurai drew at one point too, mm. but I don't know. I just like like. I think, I don't know, like, back in school, I used to always be on some funny stuff, like, in class, and I'd be like, ooh, that's spicy or something. <laughs> so, like, I would just put it in there, and it had the two S's, and it just, it, like, I felt like it was an appealing name to where people would kind of be like, whatever, kind of, like, throw them off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I, that's what I wanted to go for. Like, I don't like it as far as, like, being, like, an artist. Na- like, I don't want that to be my artist name. The artist name is Samurai. That's mm-hmm. just my other, that's just my social media name. Mm-hmm. And... You just didn't really feel like being like another young or a low. No. And just you just kind of wanted to carve out. No, I never wanted, wanted to be a young or a little. I, I could be a young or, or a little. Like I was thinking about like I, that I could like eventually because I, I wanted to um, branch off and be Drew like a little later. Like mm. when I like once I get older, it could be a little Drew. <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. Mm. That'll be for like your really personal like yeah. pop ballads that you're singing about your yeah. life in, but yeah, exactly. for, for now it's just samurai. Yeah, just samurai with, with the flames. Rakushi samurai. Mm. Um. So yeah, you said you you have the second samurai flames tape, uh, the yeah. EP that you're gonna work on, and you're pushing Stardom Awaits right now. Yep. And yeah, what's how do you really see um, retaliation evolving next? Uh, for re- for re- retaliation, I'm I'm about to get into airbrush. I, I thought a lot. Um, I had just thought of, I had thought about it because we had, was doing a lot of spray painting uh, at school, mm. and then I um just thought about like like I I know I can draw like kind of well, so I figure and I like fashion, so I figure why not try to do airbrush and I feel like it might come back into play, like uh in the in the future because I always try to think about the next the next thing like. Kanye did uh, his uh, Donda tease like with airbrush, but not a lot of people have been doing airbrush. Mm. So I wanted to get into that uh, direction, and uh, I think I'm, I might think I might even start setting up shop just at different places like the Plaza or something. It was all just all white tees and ask people like what they want on it. Mm. Just, just do airbrush stuff. And like I'm not saying I know like the first thing about fashion because I don't, but I feel like like just from my observation like at least part of the game is just like knowing or like just at least being able to like intelligently guess like what from the past is going to come yeah, back yeah exactly because yeah like because airbrush was big people always wear air, airbrush air force ones big baggy pants mm. and now it's like coming back and even like when i go to like like some of the hardcore shows like the rock shows that i go to like people people like a couple of years ago like just got really back into flannel, and that just became like a big thing. Yeah. And I, I even at at like some rap shows, I guess I I would be seeing flannel also. So yeah, regardless rap, I mean regardless rock, like right now, like people are going for that like style. Mm. So yeah, people 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 are robbing from, mm. from the rock styles. Yeah, yeah, because you see Uzi and like the striped shirts yeah. and the chokers yeah, and stuff like that, all that stuff. Yeah. Are are there any like rock musicians that you're really into? I like rock. I like rock, but honestly, I do not know like very many other names. Like like if somebody showed me songs, though, I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, I know that song, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't. I, I've never like like with, with rap artists, I'll see like hear one of their songs and then I'll go right, type their name in and then go listen to all the rest of the songs. But with rock songs, I literally just like like like. Like I would like rock more as like a radio, like and just different, mm. just listen to different ones. Like I've been to uh, rock concerts too, and I, and I enjoy them a mm. lot. Like I enjoy enjoy them more than uh, rap concerts, and I I like just sitting there and feeling the vibrations. Mm. So is that 
like just the main thing, kind of like the the noise yeah. out of it, or yeah, I just like I just like I just like the, the noise mainly, and I, no, I like the noise, and I like uh, their passion. They they got they have way more passion, and, like I can like I, like I could just see it in them, and like the way that they be playing the uh, guitars and stuff, I just can see the, the passion more, and mm-hmm. I it just it feels more like really like really authentic. But with rap, I never can really tell if somebody's like really authentic or not. Yeah, cause like yeah, you see like some punk band and the singers just like going all out and screaming yeah. and stuff, and then you just like next day you're at a rap show and someone's just kind of like trotting yeah. across the stage <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I, anybody could do that. Yeah, it's exactly. like as far as performing goes. So yeah, are do you, are there any like specific rock bands that you remember seeing that stuck out to you? Or is no, because it was it was in Atlanta. I didn't. I haven't. I've never seen any. Any rock uh, concerts and stuff that uh, are artists that are like big, mm. they've just been local mm. all the time. And are you are you familiar with anyone from like Awful Records? Is that something that you're yeah. gonna do? Yeah, I remember I went to this uh, punk festival in uh, Oklahoma City last year. It's called Everything's Not Okay, and one of the bands was from Atlanta, and they were called Slugga, and this the singer was was wearing a Slug Christ t-shirt. I'm like, oh, man, this guy knows about yeah. Slug Christ, and he's from Atlanta. Yeah. So, like, I tweeted at Slug Christ after I, like, took a picture of him. I'm like, wow, the, like, do you know this guy? And he's like, no, hook me up with them. Like, I'm dead. That's dope. Mm. So I just thought, like, I, I'm, and I'm just, like, always a big fan of seeing, like, just different genres being mixed and people yeah. meeting up and stuff like that. So that's, that's, you know, a big part of what my blog is, I think, if anyone pays attention to that stuff. Yep. but. Yeah, um, I can tell because um, like any thought, like I think the magazine and you, I've seen a lot of rock stuff, so that's what like that that actually made me want maybe want to come even more. Mm. That, that that is not just like rap, because then it's like oh I'm just with them. Like <laughs> mm. I'd rather be with 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 a, a different genres. Yeah, if you're if you ever want to come out, come check out a punk show. Just let me know. I'll check them out. Here I'll find do. one with you. But um, so yeah, you have um, some airbrush stuff coming with retaliation. You have the the new Starmoids tape out right now. Another EP in the future. Yes. Um, is there anything else people should be looking for that you're excited about? Um, everybody should just. I want everybody like so like I want a whole lot of people to just end up following me on Instagram. I've been like every day. I've been trying to. I've been styling uh, different outfits just so. I can uh, try to inspire somebody, inspire mm-hmm. anybody to just um, have a, a style, a different style. Just uh, I just want to uh, boost up my different social medias and boost up my um, networking. If anybody wants to contact me, I'd be willing to work with anybody. Like I'm trying to do a, a lot of features too. I never was even trying to do features like back in the day, but like now I'm trying to like literally do like everything. So just I would say just be looking out for everything. Just be looking out for my my name. And uh, yeah, where can people follow you on social media? Just and stuff? Follow me at Spicy Samurai. Uh, S P I C Y S A M U R A I. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Twitter and You're Instagram, on SoundCloud, and SoundCloud, and YouTube. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, what, that's what stuff I want to say. Up? Yeah. That's what I want to say. Um, I just dropped the whole Rockstar Samurai Stardom and Waste tape on YouTube, but um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna drop a video for each song, each song on the tape. Right, so do the whole Beyonce thing and just yeah, do future. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, is is Future doing that too? Yeah, he does it too. Oh wow. He, he drops. He always drops like like he has a video for almost every song he's made. <laughs> almost mm. like he has so many videos, but. Like I, I want to drop a, a like like video for all the songs, and then like I was saying, how I feel like like a lot of, like a lot of it is understood. That's the main reason that I'm gonna do videos, cause I feel like that I feel like there's something with um with watching something while audio is playing that makes you understand it a little little bit more. Mm-hmm. I, like I feel like there's something with that scientifically, just cause like even even with uh, music videos that I watch, I watch the video and then I didn't like the song before, but then I'd be like, oh, I understand it now, just because like how they're going, like how they're saying it, or how they're like rocking to it, or just different things. So I'm, I'm wanting to do a, a video for each one. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, Future is like an artist that does like you know he has a lot of videos and 
Like, I don't remember if it was the Draco video or the Super Trapper video, but like, yeah. he had some video that came out yeah. recently that I was, like, just blown away by. So, yeah, he's yeah, always kind of on that. So, what 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 kind of video stuff do you think you're going to get into? Like, a do you have, lot. Any, you have a lot of specific ideas for your videos? Like, like literally, like, like if you look at the, the um, songs on Rocket Ship Samurai, there's uh, on SoundCloud that makes you put a, a genre mm-hmm. on it. And for each one, I have, like, almost, like, a different type of genre. And for each genre, I'm wanting to do, like, that type of video for it. I have a song uh, I made for my girlfriend. It's called uh, Don't Want to Die Tonight. And then for that video, I'm wanting to make it, like, a punk rock video. Like, I'm wanting, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm wanting to be outside in the rain with a, a microphone and just kind of, like, like really rocking out with some, with some like, Prince type of stuff on. Mm-hmm. Like, like some stuff like that, or um, but then again, for like I have a song called uh, "Diamonds Got Got a Fist," and then for like a video like that, I would want it to be really like with a whole bunch of people shaking my dreads, like just like I, I want all the videos to be like custom for the song, not necessarily for like just like how I I feel or I don't know. I just want it to be like for the song, like different type of aesthetics. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, everybody can check out your. Social media, Spicy Samurai on everything, yes. YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. Yes. Uh, and everyone can follow at Shuttlecock Mag on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with the podcast and the website. And there's also the web store that has our T-shirts and buttons and zines. And yeah, the Shuttlecock Podcast is part of the ADD podcast family, so look out for new episodes from them coming up. And yeah, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to come out here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Also, uh, follow retaliation.us on Instagram. Follow it. And I think we're good.